0: A toxic environment drains our emotional energy. It can leave us feeling stressed or anxious, deflating our overall quality of life and happiness. And before we dive into this any further, this needs to be stated everyone has bad days and conflict here or there. This is a completely natural part of life. But if you are constantly dodging negativity, whether in your home or or workplace, or even in a relationship, this is a problem that you 100% want to address. Yet how do we know it's even happening to you? Are you really working or living in a toxic environment? And if you are, what can you do about it? We're about to find out. You're listening to the Conscious Women Podcast, for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, Mindset Coach and Meditation Teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Women podcast. And it's March already. I can't believe where 2022 is going. It was, well, it has been a few weeks since I've recorded a podcast episode. But that is because I have been working on a passion project, which has taken up all of my spare time. And when you're doing something with passion and inspiration... You get lost in time and I hadn't realised I hadn't done a podcast episode in a few weeks. So I thought I should come in and do this one. Because I think some of you listeners might be able to relate to this in one aspect of your life or another. So Mondays can be a bit of a drag, especially if you feel you didn't get too much of a break or reset over the weekend. And yes, it's perfectly normal to hate your job. And actually, this is probably a sign that you need to start looking for a new one. But a toxic work environment is so much more than just dreading Mondays or hating your job. And in a negative, toxic work environment, you might notice low morale between your team or other work colleagues... There might be high competition, there might be a high turnover rate of co workers, or many co workers even taking off sick days. And all of this can greatly impact your mental health, even leading to burnout. And here are a few more telltale signs that you are working in a toxic work environment. So your workplace could lack good communication, you hear people gossiping constantly you have a micromanager as a boss, your co-workers aren't inspired or motivated and maybe neither are you and there is no room to grow or there could be a high turnover of work colleagues and the biggest sign is that you are expected to work at all hours of the day or night I don't know about you, but I have ticked every single one of those in my last job and I absolutely hated it there. My soul was so crushed and it was the best decision that I made when I handed in my resignation. So do those or do any of those sound familiar for you? And if you have ticked off more than a few it's time to start figuring out how to deal with these toxic emotions so that your physical and mental health does not take a hit. And some of us may not even realize that we are working in such a toxic environment as we are so immune to it. We've been, or we might have been working in the company for so many years. And you just put it down to individuals. But look at the bigger picture of what is happening around you. So not just the people you work with, but also about the company, about the management that run the company, and also what are the company's values? Is well-being, or do they have a well-being strategy in place? Are the employees a key factor to the success of the company? Or are you just another number, just expected to get on with it, because you're going to receive that salary at the end of the month. And I know so many people who will just stay in the job because of that reason. It's because they just feel that stability and the security of having a job and not knowing what's on the other side of either being unemployed or looking for other roles that could be suitable for you. And some people just get too comfortable in their roles. Or even say to themselves, well, I'm really lucky to have a job. And they remain in these toxic environments without realising that actually this toxicity then spills into other areas of their lives because you're taking the energy home. Whether you're feeling deflated or irritated or frustrated or unhappy, whatever it is, you're taking the energy home and it's spilling into other areas of your life. So really reflect, is this a good working environment for me? And if it isn't, what can I do about it? Which now brings me on to the next toxic environment, which is signs of you living in a toxic home environment. Yes, we have them all. Dysfunctional families exist in everyone's families and there's no escaping it. It is a part of life. However, Dysfunctional families can leave a lasting impact on individuals that are part of them. And feeling fear, anxiety, stress and negativity amongst your family members can be a sure sign that something toxic is going on. You might have members of the family who are what I call the drama queens or the drama kings or the ones that suck the energy out of you. Because they constantly live in victimhood. And no matter what you say or do, they will see you no other way. So let's go through the signs of what exactly indicates a toxic home environment. So you could be feeling neglected or invisible. There's a constant feel of pressure when you're feeling at home. There's a constant feel of pressure when you're at home. Or you might feel used or like you're being taken advantage of. You might feel trapped. And if there are any issues that are brought up, it always ends up being about them or they play the victim. Or maybe your boundaries are disrespected. And there are others in the family that are convinced that they are always right. Or maybe you're constantly met with ultimatums. Do any of these sound familiar to you? In reality, these situations are serious, and these situations or actions actually breed abusive behaviors and mental health destruction without us even realizing because we are so used to being in these environments and seeing no other way or other behaviors. Because we've grown up with them from a very young age, they become our conditioning, they become our patterns. And actually, we just think it's normal, but it can really weigh you down without you realising and just guiding you further away from your life goals and from just general life satisfaction. But luckily, there is something you can do about all of this. And how do we deal with these toxic emotions? So when it comes down to it, you can't control the behaviours of others. But the good news is that you do have the power to control yourself and how you react to these situations. And this is truly an incredible power to acknowledge and use to the best of your ability. Because you do have that control and the power on how you deal with the situation and how you respond to a situation. And in some situations, it might not be entirely possible just to get up and leave because it's your home as well as theirs. Or it may not be possible to just get up and leave your job right away. And you might need to find another job before quitting your current one because of financial security. And it may not be possible just to get up and leave your family members. I know it's hard. So let's get down to exactly what it is that you can do to deal with and process these toxic emotions so that they don't constantly interfere with your life and what you want. So now I'm going to take you through three really simple steps of how you can deal with these toxic emotions. But before we even go into these three steps, it's really the awareness, because sometimes we become so conditioned in these environments that we don't see that we're actually in them. So the first step, Well, actually, the step before the first step is to identify and have the awareness and the knowledge that you are in such an environment. So let's start with step one. Step one is just understanding your feelings. And it can be really hard to fully comprehend how we feel. And sometimes we don't even know where these feelings are coming from. But it's truly important to get to the bottom of why you're feeling the way you are. And to do this is to write out how you feel because sometimes when we're just thinking from a mental capacity and we're thinking from our thoughts, we can feel so overwhelmed by them or just the fact that it is a negative emotion or we're feeling upset that we'd rather not think about it and we just suppress or repress these emotions, which is not a good thing to do because eventually these suppressed or repressed emotions will surface And I get it. I honestly get it. It's really hard to sit there with a journal and a pen and to write. And it took me a lot of time and a lot of practice to get into this, of writing out how I feel. But journaling is so powerful. And you've probably heard me say this more than once in my past episodes. But the power of journaling is so underestimated. Because when you're writing from pen to paper, It's much slower than actually thinking about your thoughts and you are having to slow your thoughts down in order to write them. And it's not about writing them in any logical order or any reason to put them down in any sort of way that the spelling has to be correct or anything. It's just literally a brain dump. You don't even have to read back what you're writing. It's literally just writing, just brain dumping anything you're feeling just to get it out. And this is something I do very regularly and especially at the full moon because that's the best time to really release release negative emotions or release anything that's not serving you. And I always, always save things up for the full moon because that's where I feel it's really powerful. And I love doing my burning ceremony because when you write things down on paper, everything that's not serving you, anything that's been negative for you, and then when you burn that paper, it transmutes that energy from what you have written down and you just feel the sense of lightness and liberation from what it is that you're trying to release. So please, please give it a go. If it's something you haven't done or you just think it's not something that you would do, just give it a go once and just see the power of journaling and especially when you journal and then burn that piece of paper. If you do choose to burn it, please please do it in a safe place either outdoors or in a bowl or something that is fireproof or maybe even in the sink. I always do it outside, but if the weather is ra- if it's raining and you can't burn your paper outside, then I usually burn it over the sink. Just be safe if you do choose to burn the paper after. And I don't think you can fully understand how it is that you're feeling about certain things by just thinking them silently in your head. Sometimes you just have to bounce the ideas or even just have a sounding board with speaking to somebody or writing out exactly how it's how it's making you feel. And then what might be causing these feelings. And sometimes it's a combination of factors, other times it might just be one problem or issue. But when you can Pinpoint that cause or causes, you can alter your thoughts around them. And at the end of the day, remember, you control your thoughts and your thoughts control your feelings. So you are in complete control here. So let's move on to step two, which is make changes where you can. And like I said before, I know it's difficult because you can't just get up and leave from the family or get up and walk away from a job. But living your best life is truly about doing the best that you can for yourself. And again, this comes down to what's within your control. Maybe you have an option to say no to the extra work projects that maybe your boss has given you to do. Or maybe set those healthy boundaries at work. Or perhaps you can improve communication between you and a toxic family member. Just remember, a toxic environment doesn't have to rule your life. You can make changes and make your life what you want it to be, but just determine where you have control of this and then use it. And the best thing you can do here is to set those healthy boundaries. And I know it might feel hard setting these boundaries, but believe me, when you do it, it will feel like such a massive weight has been lifted off your shoulders And believe it or not, people do respect them. And if they do cross the boundaries, you just remind them once or twice and eventually they get it. And I did do an episode on setting boundaries. It's episode 44, where it's the episode I talk about finding the courage to say no and how to set healthy boundaries. So that's episode 44, where I talked about setting your personal boundaries which is a really important intention that you can have, really to empower you to create the kind of relationships that you want in your life. And even though setting these personal boundaries can sometimes be difficult to master, it is a necessary skill for living an empowered life and to honour your true needs. And the most important thing is to really nip in the bud any draining or toxic relationships or behaviours. And to tell these people how you want and don't want to be treated. So do go back and listen to episode 44. I will link it in the show notes so you can easily go back to that and listen to it if you want to. And just remember that a toxic environment doesn't have to rule your life. You can make the changes and make your life what you want it to be. And determine where you have control of this and then use it. And then moving on to the next step, which is step three, it's let out those emotions, which is a follow on from step one, which is also about understanding your feelings and to journal them about, understanding how you're feeling about it. But also with journaling, you're letting out that emotion. And keeping our feelings pent up doesn't do us any good. And there are many ways that we can let go of our emotions. I'm going to talk about those in a second. But just the most important thing to do is firstly to recognise that what's causing your emotional turbulence. And I know it can be so hard and so stressful to deal with these emotions. But if we don't let them out and deal with them as and when they come up, eventually it's almost like being a pressure cooker. You're constantly just stuffing them down and stuffing them down and stuffing them down. The lids on the pressure cooker and eventually that pressure cooker is going to blow up. And dealing with emotions and releasing them as and when they come up or as soon as you can will just make you feel so much more lighter instead of carrying around all that extra baggage. And it's all about finding healthy ways to release these emotions so that you can experience less frustration and less negativity. So try these regular exercise, and you've probably heard this a million times, exercise can really release how you're feeling, because you're moving that emotion around, you're even moving it out of your body. So whether you're going to the gym for a run, even for just a walk out in nature, anything that's going to make your body move, and to just move these stagnant emotions and energy out of your body, Another thing is meditation and you know that that is a very passionate topic that I love talking about and I don't need to go into the benefits of meditating. Another way is doing some deep breathing or any type of breath work and again so many benefits of doing breath work and the main one is just calming and regulating your nervous system. This is where we hold all the stress, all the tension in our body or talking with a friend or someone, just to let it out, having that shoulder to cry on, or just a sounding board, not necessarily for advice, just to release it. But again, make sure you choose wisely the people that you do talk to, because they may think that they have your best interests at heart. But sometimes the advice that we get from loved ones and friends can be negative advice. So maybe just take it. And not necessarily following what it is that they're saying. So all of these steps and all of these exercises and activities above can so just summing the three steps up again. So step one is really understanding your feelings. Step two is make changes where you can. and step three is let out those emotions. Do not hold on to them. Release them where you can. And these three simple steps can leave you feeling less overwhelmed. And set you up for more positive emotions. And everyone should have a list of go-tos. Or a support network for themselves. So that when they are feeling stressed. Negative or overwhelmed. They can reach out for the help. And this can really help you. To stop falling down that rabbit hole of negativity. And keeping the steering wheel in your hands. And having control. And I know toxic emotions aren't easy to deal with but when you become an expert and not only shielding yourself from them but also finding ways to cope with them you become unstoppable and don't allow others to make you feel bad when you know you're doing your best just lean into the positive find useful ways to cope and become better from it shed those layers And only let in the energy you want to into your life, setting those healthy boundaries and saying no where you can. It comes with courage, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. And when you do this, you always win because you are taking your power back. My lovelies, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, if you know that someone will benefit from this episode, please, please share it with them. Have a great rest of the week and I will see you next time. Bye.